of you that just heard, Danny is getting an enema. I'm never getting an enema. You're getting an enema. <laughs> hey, come on now. I don't mean to. You don't have to get all personal. What's going on, man? What's, what's going on with your life? Uh, you, you never come and see me anymore, boy. You what am I gonna see you? you? I don't got no love or what? I got love. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Danny. I'm Nate Dog. Reincarnate. I imagine, dude. How, how crazy would that be if, like, all of a sudden you just start, uh, you just start wearing a uh, red, and you just start saying you're a blood from now on? What are you talking about, Nate Dog? He wasn't a blood. Yes, he was. Haven't you seen his album covers? He's always wearing red. He's deceiving all you fools. You don't know the the real uh, street talk going down there in Compton. He's not even from Compton. Look at fool. If he grew up in Northridge, he grew up in Northridge. What's what's wrong with that? And when is he wearing red in any of his album covers? It was like one of the album covers that I saw recently. So uh let's just kick it off right now with uh when we were young. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's your prediction? It's gonna be a disaster. You know what's funny? I was actually in line to buy some tickets this morning. I had all three of my well, I had the laptops open and my phone. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about it. I was I got in line. I was I was right there to place the order and I just thought I don't know. It's a, it's I think it might work out and I think it won't. I feel like as the year progresses and we'll see what kind of mutation um COVID has. I know a lot of bands dropped out for other tours that they were doing. Yeah. You know, so that's why in my head I'm like, mm, well, perhaps they just announced a second date with the same lineup. So all the bands are going to play both days, both days, three stages, 12 hours. It's just it's not a logistical possibility, in my opinion. Well, they added a second day. Well, yeah, but it's the same bands playing the second day. Well, maybe they'll do what they did with the uh, with Coachella. Different different band uh, stages. Because listen, well, listen, listen. No, let me tell you something you're right not now. Getting, you're let not me, getting it. I okay, am I'm getting it because no, listen. Not, okay, okay, so shoot it, shoot you it. know how? Have you been to the K Rock Weenie Roast? Years ago. Okay, so the one that I went to, there was three stages. It was the first. Well, I think it was. Yeah, it was three stages in the front. So what they did was from this time to whatever time it was those four bands playing right and they didn't open the other half of the the concert area for till those bands were done so in my mind i'm like okay maybe they're gonna do something like that you know like maybe they'll have three stages right here once that band is done they'll they'll get the other band to set up but then the second stage will have you know alkaline trio or whoever the hell is playing and then once they're done it'll go to the third stage and then back to the first you know like in order but that's that's the logical way to do it, I would think, you know, like that makes more sense and then open up the other half for like the main bands. Yeah, but you have 65 bands and only three stages. So that's 20 that's 20 bands a stage. Mhm. And well, you you only have a 12-hour time time period that you're doing it. Ah, you're going to play 30 minutes a band, but you got to do tear down, sound check. I don't think it's going to work. You know what they're going to do? They're going to have all three stages play at the same time. <laughs> it's just going to be an overlap of music. <laughs> you're going to You're going to hear uh Paramore playing and then um fucking uh knock loose. <laughs> I was going to say the Donnas, but it's uh the what's that little girl group? The, the, the Linda, Linda Lindas. Lindas. They're going to be Linda playing Lindas. at the same time <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> You're just going to be looking at both stages left and right. <laughs> I feel like what's going to happen to that. I think that would be the best way to do it, right? Uh, that, that seems like it's going to be the only way to do it. <laughs> you know what? That would be so fucking hilarious if they do something like that. It's like, bro, like you can't hear anything. The only way... Right, I'm vibing. <laughs> the only way I can see this happening is if they just have the singers come out and they 
do like they sing to a track and there's no band on stage like wango <laughs> tango or some shit like that like it's not gonna work They're also gonna... people don't realize it's october yeah it's fall but it's fall in las vegas it's still gonna be hot as shit oh yeah i i, I figured because usually it doesn't start cooling down until like december mid, late december mid-november yeah because even for thanksgiving it was still a little warm yeah but i'm excited because it's emo coachella to me Mm -hmm. it's gonna be dudes who are too old to be wearing scene shirts wearing their high school scene shirts with their bellies all hanging out because they gained 50 pounds since junior year it's gonna be a madhouse (laughs) it's gonna be everybody that peaked in high school yeah yeah pretty much and then you're gonna have your influencers there that just want to be there because it's a photo op. Um, I don't know. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's, there's um, it was funny because uh, when the uh, the list came out, everybody was posting about it, and in my head I was all like, I was like, oh, I think they're just going to because you know they only know Paramore. <laughs> I. I saw you know. people posting it who I didn't know in high school and I only known since, you know, they were in their 20s. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were posting it and they were excited about it. And I was like, you didn't strike me as like a scene emo kid back in the day. You know, what's funny, though, is that I was I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people that listen to a lot, like a lot of music. Like one of the guys I worked at Rouse with, um, he was a little short Mexican dude. And, you know, he he works out a lot you know power lifts and stuff like that and uh i forgot what was going on but i played a song he goes oh yeah i like that band man that was uh, i I love them and i was like what you listen to this and he's like he goes yeah man look at he showed me his playlist and he had like um sales in every time i die and uh, a bunch of other bands that i was like oh shit so and if you think about it it's like well there's a lot of people that you know don't have to dress the part (laughs) Yeah, to listen to emo music or whatever, especially but... like uh, Hispanic kids. Hispanic kids didn't do the the crazy hair colors and all that because over here in LA, like, it's predominantly Hispanic back in the day. Yeah, yeah, you'd be surprised if your mom would let you out with fucking pink neon hair. Not happening, boss. But hey, since you mentioned every time I die, did you hear they broke up this last week? Are they gonna get back together? I mean, who Was knows? It mutual? The, well, no, it's Did it's somebody a, cheat. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty nasty. They they're going back and forth with each other online. They're, they're airing it out all publicly. Um, four of the five members sent out a cease and desist letter to the lead singer. The lead singer, like, Wiped aired out all the the dirty laundry. So it's uh, it's a trip because uh. It's like, what do you think they they fight about? Like, argue about? Like, just creative differences? It's like, no, I'm 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 the one writing the lyrics. This is the melody I want. This is the sound I want. I think or after after twenty plus money. years of of being a group, your personalities change. And um, like the lead singer said in one of his statements, he felt like he should have dissolved the band in two thousand fourteen, but he's glad he didn't. And I think everyone at some point in every aspect of of like a a mutual group working setting they're like i need to get out of here or i need some time or i need to do something different um that's why your your group of friends change from time to time over the years you know yeah but when you're when this is your your work and you're touring with the same people you've been doing it with for 20 years i'm pretty sure after a while you're just like like the Eagles. I don't know if you ever seen the Eagles when they played the Forum. They all come out on stage at separate times because they all fucking hate each other. <laughs> That's how it was with the the Talking Heads. I, I was watching them live uh, at the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame when they mm-hmm. were inducted, and a lot of people were like, "Man, they look so stiff. Like they don't want to be there with each other." And I was reading that they were they they like they had a bad breakup. And I was looking, I was watching it closely. I'm like, yeah, you can see that. Like, the chemistry isn't there anymore. Yeah. At, at that point, it's just a job. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Yeah, it's it's sad, but uh, everything great, you know, dissolves after a while. So, but not us. That sounds like uh, you're here forever. Look at look at us. <laughs> look at us. Who would have thought? thought? <laughs> not me. Mm-hmm, not me either. But um, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna. Now that you bring that up, I I was thinking about this the other day because because me and Frank were talking about like um pros and cons of uh, well not pros and cons but certain things that get to you like if you're in a relationship or if there's someone you like a buddy of yours and it's it's like oh tell me like like how i messaged you yesterday that stupid tiktok trend where it was like what's what's my type of woman yeah but this one i was i was saying like um you know is there something about me that that you don't that you're annoyed about or irritated like like what what, what is it about me like i want to hear that and then uh Frank was like, "No, no, we're good. We, you know, we don't have any issues." And she's like, "Except for this one time when you first started living together, you kept trying to get in my room in the morning." I was like, "What? No, I, <laughs> I was like, was I? When was I trying to do that?" He goes, "Yeah, you try opening the door lock." And I'm like, "No, I don't." And I was like, "Dude, I think I don't think I've ever tried doing that." And ghost. <laughs> that's what I was saying. I'm like, "Dude, I've never tried opening your door in the, in the mornings. I'm no fucking. I'm asleep. I sleep in." But it's just certain things like that, you know. It's like you start getting irritated here and there. Like me, I think I I I uh, I blow my nose too hard. Like that's uh, one thing about me. Yeah, I mean you have your quirks. I have, I have my yeah. You always have something stuck in your eye, and it's fucking annoying. Dude, Seeing you I trying do. to trying to get it out. I'm always. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most annoying thing, in my opinion. It's 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 weird like my eyes are real sensitive and if i feel like i have something in my eye i'm like dude i got uh, i'm like trying to take it out or or i'm all blowing <laughs> air into my own eye like yeah you know, back then you're like dude blow my eye <laughs> i remember byron was like yeah john i heard you hitting the vape on the last podcast is like no he's trying to blow something out of his fucking <laughs> eye <laughs> uh you know what's funny? I still have that vape, and I'm always thinking, like, should I go get some juice? But then I think about Dazzle. I'm like, no, never mind. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's a good deterrent. Also, like, fun fact, a lot of people who were vapors and ended up catching the Rona ended up uh, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. My thought, and this is just a theory, is that... they're overweight. No, not even that. I have health issues already. I think it's it's the oiliness of the of the vapor juice or whatever, right? Because they, they put essentially just oil in there, right, with yeah. flavor. It's aromatherapy oil. <laughs> and so you you inhale it, and it's in your lungs, and then it doesn't quite leave your lungs completely. It leaves like a slickness in my. Uh, this is just a thought. It coats your your the walls of your lungs with this oil, this like slickness, as like, to where tar. Okay. Is sticky and yeah, it gets stuck to the to your lungs and, and right. But when you catch the Rona, it the Rona gets stuck on the that. on the tar of uh, you know, and then you hack it up and then you ended up getting it out. Whereas to where the fucking <laughs> vapors, that Rona can't get hacked up because it just keeps sliding against the fucking oil in your lungs. And it's like, all right, it looks like we're here to stay, boys. <laughs> so you know what? It's like tree sap. Just just fucking be an adult Picture and smoke cigarettes, you know. <laughs> Don't don't vape. Vaping is for children. Remember when we had that little, uh, that little, uh, what was it the little habit of uh, having cigarettes once in a while? Yeah. We had our we had our own little, our little, uh, what was it like smoking time, smoking sessions? We would always have to. We'd always it would be when we were at Applebee's. We're like, let's go have a smoke. We're like three uh, margaritas in. <laughs> You were three margaritas in. <laughs> and margaritas are yummy. But yeah, that's 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 the thing. Like even now, dude, you're, you're like it wasn't a habit where we were like, oh, I need one, I need one. It was just like, hey, you want to smoke? It's like, ah, oh, okay. For me, it was so- a habit socially. Really? Yeah, I used to smoke I, a pack a day, dude. Dude, I was always like, I always thought it was when you were uh, and I were always hanging out, like we'll have a drink or something. And you know, when you're drinking, you feel good. You just want to have a smoke. I smoked all the time. Man, I guess I, I guess uh, I don't I don't know you that well, then. Yeah, I guess you I'm, don't. I'm hurt. 
I'm sad. I think if we were to go on those couples TV shows, but if it was like best friends, I don't think we'd win. <laughs> You're like, what's John's favorite uh, TV show? I don't fucking know. Uh, Powerpuff Girls. Let me see Powerpuff Girls. And I go. <laughs> it flips I'm going to give side. you that look, dude. Just staring at you from the side like uh, like Gucci Mane. <laughs> just going to look at you like that. <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff really? Girls. Hey, that was a good show. Yeah, it was. I and the Rowdy Rough Boys. Anymore. Remember the Rowdy Rough Boys? Honestly, I don't. Nah. I was more of, uh, was it uh, the the Spy Kids one? It was uh, when they were in the treehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. good one. I forgot the name of the show. See? They should have a, a When We Were Young uh, movie fest, just showing movies from back in the day. My Girl 1, My Girl 2, Stand By Me. <laughs> <laughs> All those movies, dude. <laughs> The I Three Ninjas. <laughs> no, what was it? Uh, Dennis the Menace. Home yeah. Alone. You know what's crazy? I've never watched any of those uh, those Disney movies like Dumbo, Cinderella, Sleepy. Was it Sleepy Sleepy Hauntus? <laughs> Sleepy Hauntus. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I never watched any of those, dude. They creep me out. The animation for for some like like Roger Rabbit it was it was similar where I felt like oh dude this is too it's too scary for me too bizarre looking mm-hmm. I uh I don't remember too much of the Disney stuff to be honest like I remember Snow White but I don't remember the entire nope. movie um and like, like do, you asked clips, me to yeah. I'll remember certain parts of the movie, but not mm-hmm. the whole thing. But then you have people who are those adults that go to Disneyland like every other week and they got the, the annual pass sticker on the back of their car and they could tell you, <laughs> oh, my God, uh, the sound of music, scene seven, minute four. Oh, my God. When she did the dance with the birds. It spells out sex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, like. All those little quirks. The uh, animated movies I, I don't really remember, but also because I was probably a kid and I stopped watching them when I was a child. I'm like, I, know, I remember adults. Pocahontas. You sing Colors in the Wind or whatever? <laughs> That's not even what it's called. It's Colors of the Wind? I don't even know. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was... Uh, I remember Pocahontas and... Um, what other one? There was another one that they used to watch. The Rugrats movies. I remember those clearly, but that's not Disney. But yeah, you remember uh, Rugrats in Paris? Yeah, that one was actually really good. And then you get the orange VHS tape. Oh, yeah. When it was on VHS. I remember I had uh, Harriet the Spy on VHS. That movie slaps. I've never watched that, dude. Oh, you're missing out. Rosie O'Donnell was in it. Yeah, see, that's the thing, man. I I haven't watched anything like that. Even like just thinking about, it, I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that that movie's about. Does she spy I, on people or what? You know, to be honest, I'm gonna be honest. I don't remember the whole movie, but I just remember it was cool when I was a kid. <laughs> Indian in the cupboard. Yeah, I had that one, and the the VHS came with a key. <laughs> that's a true story. I think so. I want to say, I, I want to say it did. You know what's funny is I always wanted a cupboard like that. I'd be like, "Oh, I want to put my toys in there." Watch them come to life. Come to life, yeah. That was cool. That was that was a that was a mind fuck. Yeah, I don't know if the you ever had a guy. Probably schizo. Maybe. As, uh, <laughs> may, maybe story. if you do like a, a a second viewing, you see it from a different perspective. Like, man, that kid had some. Some early schizophrenic stages. <laughs> He's all talking to himself in the back with the Indians trying to talk. Ow. But yeah, dude, it's it's a lot of crazy um, nostalgia. I don't know if you ever had a guy in your neighborhood that walked around with a milk crate full of like stolen VHS tapes and he would sell them. No, we had, we had the elote man and then the this dude that would walk around with the donut tray on his head. And he was balancing it every time he was walking. It's like, oh, shit. I want a donut now. Damn. That was East LA for you. Uh, 
that you had people like that in your neighborhood? Um, not a donut balancing guy, but I mean, <laughs> we had we we had our our corn man and our uh, raspado man. I used to love watching them get that giant block of ice and then scrape up all the ice and then put it in the little thing for you and like what flavor you want. Like, damn, let me get that bubble gum. I used to mix the red and blue. I'd go crazy. I would get uh I would get red mostly. But I hit it hit me with the blue from time to time. It sucks because that ice was like in a trash bag on a cart. Yeah. And they're dr- walking around everywhere. Who knows how clean that ice who is? Who knows? Yeah, who knows if he washes his hands and stuff. And then thinking about it, it's like, dude, how come we caught the Rona? We should have, we should have, it should have been like, get out of here. You know, our body should have just kicked its ass. Yeah, our body should have said like, uh, hey, there's no room for you here anymore. <laughs> like, uh, remember uh, Mr. Burns in, in uh, The Simpsons? He had so many diseases that he couldn't die because they were all trying to fight they each other. They were all other. balanced out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's... <laughs> That's actually, I remember that part. They're trying to stick a syringe in his arm and it goes through. Jeez. <laughs> like, this dude, man, that's fucked up. They made him, like, really all fragile and everything. And they're all like, well, let me put it in, um, you know, in kids' terms. And he puts a little, one of those little walk-in doors. He goes, he goes say this is your body. And these are the, all the diseases. And he puts them all trying to get in. And he's like, see? They can't get in. And they're making uh, <laughs> Three Stooges noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how things like that still stick in your head after so long. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's funny that you say that because there are some things where it's like, oh, do you remember when, like, my cousin Lena was like, do you remember when we went to Shakey's and that girl locked herself in the restroom? And I was like, dude, when did we ever go to Shakey's? <laughs> <laughs> different people remember different things. Like, Yeah. It's it's interesting, and I was I was thinking about it too. I was like, when did, I was like, okay, Shakey's and Almani, okay, okay, um, and then I was like, oh shoot, yeah, I remember now. The boyfriend was outside, and I was like, you know what? I think they were, uh, I think they were druggies. I think they were trying to, you know, shoot up, shoot up in there or something. And and I was like, oh, I remember, yeah. And then um, she was like, yeah, we should go for your birthday. I was like, all right, shaky sounds good. <laughs> I saw I was at Wendy's uh maybe like two years ago before the pandemic. Yeah. And uh I saw a guy with like a little pouch and he just pulled it out of his backpack and walked into the uh to the bathroom and you know, locked the door behind him. And I looked at my girl and I was like, he's either diabetic and he's gonna go re up on his insulin or he's about to shoot up some heroin. <laughs> You know what's crazy? What if he is, uh, you know, trying to re-up on his insulin? <laughs> hey, and I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, hey, it's one of two options. I'm not going to, you know, try to I'm not going to judge. But hey, or maybe he's trying to get, you know, the steroids in before going to the gym. I don't know. That's that's the thing, man. You can't judge a book by its cover. Until mm-hmm. it's running after you all crazy-like, and you're just like, oh, okay, he wasn't shooting up insulin. <laughs> <laughs> shooting up meth. Dude. It's it sucks because like it's it's a, you know that twenty four year old girl that got stabbed to death in L A. Oh yeah, we never yeah. covered that. A lot of people like the pictures. A lot of and then you know all the um I was gonna say internet sleuths. <laughs> internet sleuths. <laughs> internet sleuths. Uh, those fools uh, were saying he was a homeless man. And then they showed pictures and videos of him, and they're like, he doesn't look homeless. So that's the thing, you know, like a lot of people are saying, like, you know, of course, homeless people, they they do crazy shit. And I know there's been instances where some of the homeless uh, encampments out there in L.A., a lot of people have been like getting uh, like physically attacked. But for this one, that's why I'm saying it's like, damn, dude, you can't, you know, judge a book by its cover. A lot of people straight to it, like, oh, he's homeless and this and that. I think that dude was just straight out, like, had a mental problem. Yeah. They were saying it was an inside job, too. An inside job? (laughs) Yeah. That she was targeted? Yes. 
because mm-hmm. I was reading, I got deep into it. They were uh, they were saying that. Well, why was she working alone? Why was the manager there? And then why would he take off? Or she? I think it was it was he or she. It was like, well, you know, there's always supposed to be people in the store. And in my head, I was like, well, you know, COVID. I'm sure they're like, you know, they have a 10 a.m. shift and then a 2 p.m. shift. You know, and there's always usually a manager or supervisor there. And in my head, I was like, mm, maybe they're spacing it out. You know, they don't want that many people in the furniture store. Yeah, too many people try to come up with conspiracy theories that yeah have so many rational explanations. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fucking manager had to go take a dump. Well, they were like... saying that the manager wasn't even in the store. Or, you know, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, that wouldn't have happened at least, you know. I think. Uh, then that little girl got shot by the cops when she was in the fitting room, and they were trying to shoot that that dude beating the lady with the bicycle lock. Yeah, that that was something where I'm more like, you know, it's sad it happened, but you know, it, what, it wasn't what would you do? Like, what yeah. can you do? He's beating the girl to death, and it's like, you know, it's dead to rights, man. Like if if you've seen that happening to me, would you have pulled the trigger? Um, and then you miss, and then look what. Of course, something's gonna yeah. happen. You know. You're like, yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, obviously, you know, shoot to kill, you know, but a uh, crossfire background, mm-hmm. all that. I'm. It's unfortunate. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. But I That's... mean, what what can we do? You know. And then everyone's complaining about all these, uh, you know, robberies going on in L.A. and stuff. And then in my head, I'm like, well, you guys defunded the police. And well, I know it's not really one of them. But then again, it's like, well, you know, you're, you're like, hey, you defunded the police on one side. And then right here, you're like, oh, we we need the police to, you know, stop the crimes going on and stuff like that. It's like, dude, well, but then again, it all lands on Newsom because everyone's blaming him for for all these, uh, was it all these um, convicts getting released early? Yeah, him and Gascon. Uh, I think I know they're trying to recall like Mike Bonin and George Gascon, and even like the the sheriff. Uh, what's his name? Um, Villanueva. Villanueva. He's he's even a critical of uh, the DA. Oh and, yeah, uh, he's always uh, he's always on social media talking about everything talking that smack i don't know he called one of the board of supervisors from la uh <laughs> he he called her essentially um, a mexican uncle tom oh. <laughs> and i was like this guy's got fucking <laughs> fucking balls to be saying this shit but the thing is is they can't fire him he's an elected official so they could try to recall him but nah, he ain't, i don't think he's, he's he's the cowboy that la la might need well, I thought he did. I thought there was a situation with with him where he, uh, because remember when Kobe Bryant passed, there was a thing where all the yeah. sheriffs took pictures and they were passing them around. And... They were they were they were sharing them at a bar in Norwalk called Bruce's, uh, that some of my old coworkers actually used to go to. So I wonder if any of them saw the photos, because uh, the sheriff station is right there next to the, my old job, yeah. and. Uh, I remember the defendants of that lawsuit wanted Vanessa Bryant to take a mental evaluation to make sure that she was actually sad. Like, really? You lost your kid and your husband and some of your friends on that helicopter? And they want to see if you're sad about it? That's yeah, I was I was uh I was reading up on that. I didn't I didn't know it was because of that. I thought it was more because um because of the whole uh Well, you know what? That makes sense, yeah. They want to figure out if you're sad about it. It's like, fuck yeah, I'd be sad, dude. I lost my daughter and husband. Yeah, like but that's. I don't. I don't think that was directly done with the uh, the sheriff, but I, I'm pretty sure she called him out on it to say, you know, get your your people in order. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's that's a dumb thing to do. It's like, <laughs> but I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure, like every every workplace, every uh, department, every faction of you know, society has its bad eggs. So no, definitely. You know, um, but it is what it is. Uh, what can we do? Cancel everybody? We could try. I don't know. <laughs> but I do know 
is that we need to take a word from our sponsor. So we got Frank on the pod after how many times? I think it was like on your first or second one. You know, it's it's we're sorry that we we have our technical difficulties sometimes, but you know, it happens in the biz. It's okay, man. Don't apologize for the faultiness of freaking technology. But it shouldn't be like that with us. <laughs> it really shouldn't. Like, remember, Danny, you tried to get the splitter and it wasn't working. Yeah, I bought it's... a splitter for no reason. <laughs> That's that's what I'm saying, man. Like I tried using the splitter Frank gave me, and and it wasn't working at all. Uh, Frank, where were you earlier? I was outside. Um, you know, since I've been home, back from deployment and stuff, just trying to take everything easy and kind of just get back into the swing of uh, of uh, the monotony, back into normal routine kind of thing. Uh, I was outside uh, cleaning the backyard, cutting all the overgrown uh, branches from the trees that are back there. Yeah. So I was just, you know, trying to find a purpose in the day. Yes, I wanted to ask you a random question. Mm-hmm. What's the worst thing about living with Jonathan? <laughs> um, I wouldn't say there is anything worse. Because, you know, like, the more you spend time with a person or the more you be around a person, you kind of, you kind of understand how they are and not necessarily um, have to put up with them. You know, it's the only reason why you're irritated with someone is because they're not doing what you want them to do. And it's like, it's, it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to live your life the way you want and just learn how to adapt around the people, with the people around you, you know, uh, I really don't have anything like negative. Uh, it's based, I guess, basis on the household that you grew up in as well. You know, like I learned a freaking, I grew up in a big household with a whole bunch of people. So, you know, like first cousins, family members, only child, and then having like 13 other cousins, you know, you learn how to be around different kind of people and just adapt to who they are. And how they live their life. Uh, with John, I don't really have any problems with him. Um, he catch me up a lot, though. It's like uh, sometimes in the middle of the night, I'll get up to go use the restroom, and he's already in the restroom coming out, and I scare the crap out of him. <laughs> he shrieks. He shrieks like a little girl when, like, uh, whenever we, uh, whenever we play, uh, when we first started playing. Um, Tom Clancy's uh, Wildlands, he used to do this thing where he'll jump into my my room of the game and, you know, he'll be like, jump in, let's go do some big dick shit, you know, well, you know, but he doesn't say that. So I'll jump in the vehicle and he's driving and we're going to go to this base. This freaking guy drives all, drives the car all the way into the middle of the base, jumps out and just starts shooting. And he's the first person to go down. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? You know? It's like there's absolutely no tactics. But I got used to that. That shit, that shit made me laugh because that's John. You know? That is John. No game plan. Just goes in. <laughs> yeah. All, what it is. Uh, goes in full, gun, full guns blazing, uh, expecting there to be millions of bullets in a freaking single clip of a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Which it usually is. No. <laughs> Only in the movies, bro. <laughs> you know what's funny? He Frank is sugarcoating it right now. That dude's like, fucking hate the guy. You know, I wanted to move out already. He blows his nose too hard. <laughs> no, it, no, it's not. Uh, it's it's more like not blowing his nose. More like clearing his throat. I, I swear, <laughs> he's like he's he's, he's standing in front of the mirror trying to imitate freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was when we were sick, dude. I had to get Sky, that freaking movie out. It was it was breaking up, and I'm like, it's right there. I gotta get it out. Damn it, Cohagen, give them some hell. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go. That's all we were doing last night, dude. So, yeah, Frank hates my guts. <laughs> I hate his guts, bro. Long story short, Frank <laughs> hates my guts. 
<laughs> he yeah. always locks me out. <laughs> it's like when your mom said, be home by 10 or else you're not coming in. You just get locked out. Yeah, well, I guess I'll be sleeping outside then. <laughs> no, we have a good uh, relationship. We're, we're, we're good with each other. That's why when he when he leaves, I'm be sad because you were the best I ever had. Not leaving yet, bro. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Argentina. In in time. <laughs> um, yesterday John texted me, "What's my type?" And I told him what I think his type is. But what do you think his type is? <laughs> 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 Well, um, oh my god! Wow, what's that? What's that cartoon? There's a cartoon that came out was uh, uh, a while back. It's like it didn't get released anywhere because it was too brutal. It was the art. The um, see the artist was uh, Gendy Tartakovsky. He's the same guy that did either uh, uh, did the Powerpuff Girls or or Dexter's Laboratory. And it's uh, I think it's called Primal. It's like a freaking um, caveman, and he's hunting and stuff like that. And uh, he meets this freaking dinosaur, and this dinosaur be- uh, ends up being like its pet. And he's like going out and hunting stuff. And I I see John as as that dude going after freaking like uh like old freaking saber tooth <laughs> tigers and shit and fucking silverback freaking gorillas. Um, <laughs> uh, you know how like. Bus. You know, you know how you got these the the uh, you know. I'm not saying the women that he bring over are freaking gorillas or you know. I'm saying I'm basing it off of stereotypes how they call for women cougars and stuff like that. But he's going after like you know the the above above that middle middle age range. So instead of cougars, <laughs> think of the older tigers like saber tooth tigers, and, and then instead of saying uh you know like. Like uh, that term that they use in um, in uh, in Jersey Shore, they call the girls. If you're not good looking, they call you grenades, or they, they call you gorillas. <laughs> so to make a gorilla older, you call them a silverback gorilla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just older term of endearment kind of thing. But to each their own. Uh, yeah, I would say that he'd be like. Milfs, gilfs, and great grand gilfs. <laughs> if like, as long as it is like, if it can, if it can roll on a on a on a walker or oh my god, or a stroller or freaking one of those little so over dramatic. What do you call those those scooters that you can find over at like Walmart and stuff? The the power chairs. Yeah, power chairs. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's fucked up. I think I seen uh, I think uh, like one morning I was coming coming from work coming back from work uh, when I was working for this company uh, my civilian job I was getting off like at four four thirty it was like five o'clock the sun was coming up already and I seen this 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 like one of those little scooters parked outside of the freaking <laughs> house I'm like what the fuck you know I was like I thought I thought it was John's uh, Vespa the one that you gave him at first and then I looked yeah. at it again it's like that's got three wheels and a basket. <laughs> hell, what the hell is that doing here? It's like, so I didn't say anything. And then uh, uh, when I got up later on during the day to go throw the trash out, I noticed that the scooter was gone. I was like, hey, was that your scooter outside? It's like, what? What scooter? It's like, you know, the like the ones that you see over like the, the malls and over at like Walmart and stuff? It's like, no, there was no scooter out there. It's like, I think you were talking about my, my, my Vespa thing. Yeah, I was, I was. So I, I never brought it up again, but I think uh, it's safe to say that person can't walk anymore. That's <laughs> the kind of person. Broke her hip or what? Uh, <laughs> probably freaking dislocated her pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to go to a chiropractor uh, to get that uh, readjusted. So, so Jonathan, what happens when you become the age of your of your prey? What do you do then? I just keep going after the olders. <laughs> I, I can't go too young, dude. I I can't. I, if I'm at that age where, like, um, the age that I'm and I'm trying to like find her date, 
And yeah, I wouldn't be able to go younger, dude. That's just a little too uh, cringe. That's a little too too nasty. I know a few people yeah. that are like that, and it's like, oh, <laughs> like yeah, I can't do that. Well, freaking the president Joe Biden himself, really. His wife is like freaking thirty years younger than he is. Yeah, but they look like they're the same age. <laughs> bro, the girl, his wife looks like your age. <laughs> I would have to look that up. I don't. I don't know. I don't keep up with the the president. Yeah, that thing with that thing he said about freaking MLK. Hang on, I'm gonna step off for a second. I gotta take a call. You. He. They were saying that uh, he had more uh, more publicity than MLK ever did. Well, well, the only reason why is because back back in the day when MLK was around, there was no social media. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have iPhones. So the media wasn't getting around. By that time, it got outside of the the United States. The information in the United States was already like freaking a week old. So, you know, it's time the the information doesn't travel as fast as it does now. Well, then again, it's more of the the people were like, oh no, I don't want to stand with with them, or else you know, I'm gonna get uh, I'm gonna get shit for it. Uh, it's like more I'm people there. were were like more people now are like I guess quote unquote brave, and they're siding with everybody. It's just everybody like you know like the millennials are like, oh man, you know, this is my voice; it needs to be heard. Yeah, that's uh, a. I no, I agree with you on some parts of that, but the whole like the brave thing, being being a freaking social justice warrior doesn't make you brave. Being being a keyboard warrior doesn't make you brave. You can uh, anyone right. can type anything and say anything from a distance. And without any kind of consequence, it's just like sh- shit talking when you're playing freaking video games. <laughs> That's uh, something that Mike Tyson said is um, that people are so easy, like they, it's so simple for them to talk shit on the internet because no one punches you in the face. Exactly. And also, like, I think people say a lot of like inconsiderate and mean shit. Mm-hmm. And you also don't get to see the look on the person's face when you say it to them. Yeah, because then if you saw someone's face change, you might you know you might feel bad about what you said or, right? There's no there's no uh, remorse, no consequence behind what is said and done. Well, only until somebody hurts themselves, you know. Then that's when you're like, oh well, I saw the text messages and and you know all the stuff you said about them over the you know over social media. Yeah, like that whole thing about the I think it was a girl or a guy killed themselves because the boy the girlfriend boyfriend was texting him like well then do it do it stop saying it and just do it oh yeah and, yeah uh, I, that's just the whole thing yeah and, and like one of the more simplified examples is like what like um those the tiktok or some kind of instagram uh reel that was uh put out a while back it's like these two there's these two dogs on opposite sides of the fence and the person opens the fence and the dogs are like civil <laughs> but as soon as you close the fence all the dogs are like at each other like you know snarling and showing their baring their teeth and stuff like that and just like i'll, I'll kick your ass i'll beat your ass it's like you know and as soon as they open the freaking fence they're like hey what's up buddy how you doing you know <laughs> i'm faced <clears throat> it's That's gotta be like it's, it's gotta be like those two indian dudes bro it's like hey fuck you hey fuck you you bloody blanchard you fucking bloody blanchard <laughs> No, you bloody bludgeon. Fuck you, bloody, bloody bludgeon, bloody. Dude, that was a stupid. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. It's, it's the Instagram reels that we share with each other, dude. It's like we pop up on some that are just like, what the hell is, like, why? My, my, my favorite Instagram reel from yesterday was that guy that hit the car with the motorcycle and his pants flew oh off. Like, holy moly. That's fucked up. And you know what? That guy supposedly stole that motorcycle, and I was like, I hope he fucking stole my motorcycle, and that's what he got. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> what if that would happen with your 
Vespa, dude. I would I would say good. <laughs> like he was actually they, like you they finally found someone that had your Vespa. He's flying down at 45 miles an hour, and he just, boom. (laughs) Don't matter. As long as he ended up the same way, I'd be fine with it. I'd be like, good. Justice is served. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. It is terrible. But I, I now that we have Frank on, I wanna, I wanna ask Frank because we were talking about this the other day, and, and I would like Danny to hear is the when we were young festival lineup, Frank. <laughs> Frank is just going on. I was like, yeah, no, I agree with you, but this is what it is. This is that's it is what it is. <laughs> what do you think about it, Frank? Well. Like I was saying, I don't I don't know exactly what we were talking about or mm-hmm. about the whole it is what it is kind of thing. I was just saying it's like I thought John had mentioned it was supposed to be like a like an emo kind of thing or it was like a scene kind of thing. I'm not too too uh how you say versed in the emo and the and the scene thing, but when I looked at the when I looked at the lineup and I my first question was why the hell is Kitty in there? They're like way older than all of them bands put together. And then um, who else was in there? Jeez. Uh, there's like a handful of bands that were like, I've, I've, I kind of laugh at because uh, back at where John and I used to work, but after John had left the, uh, the I guess, I don't know if he's the former general manager or the current general manager now, he, uh, this guy was freaking two-faced so bad. Like his department and his buddies, he would treat them with like love and kindness and stuff like that, buddy hugs. And he would let them uh, listen to music and watch like sports games and YouTubes and stuff like that on, on the TV on their side of the building. But we're on my side where I worked, we're not allowed to watch videos. We're not allowed to listen to music and stuff like that. It's like, what the? fuck is that dude that's like you know total nepotism favoritism and stuff like that um so there was there was a time he came over and i was listening to um i think it was a bullet from my valentine which is also a good band and is not on that lineup by the way um and he goes oh hey what is this it's like oh this is bullet from my valentine oh yeah yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool you ever heard of uh, Taking Back Sunday? He's like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so he tried to play a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. So it's like, uh, uh, was that like, um, like almost like Yellow Card? Oh yeah, yeah, Yellow Card, Yellow Card, yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> kind of, sort of like, um, like almost, almost uh, a, a little bit of Yellow Card, a little bit of this. Oh, you ever heard of emo? It's like, no, nah, I don't know what that is. It's like, uh, well, you know, uh, there's like those kinds of bands, and then he mentions like, um. Like matchbook romance, and then they mentioned, um, uh, what's it, uh, escape the fate. It's like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard of them. I've listened to a few of their songs, but not really too much, you know, about about them. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I listen to. Oh, okay, cool, cool. All right, right. So I, I don't know if the freaking general manager was trying to strike a conversation or make friends with me as like. I just didn't like the guy because he was two-faced to the point where he'll talk to you like you're his buddy, but as soon as you step out of the room, he'll talk shit to like everyone around you. And and I'm I'm like I don't like that because I had to defend a few people in situations like that and that was so freaking stupid. Like imagine having people in your inner circle that do nothing else but talk shit about you and you know and and when when you're not around you know that's that's uh that's that's toxic as fuck bro and no, to have yes. someone like that in your life is uh very detrimental to your peace uh you know and uh that's a that's a big deal but anyways going back to the music uh <laughs> i was telling john that a lot of the people, a lot of the bands in the lineup, I didn't know. He mentioned Atreyu. It's like I heard them, but I've only known maybe like one heavy song from them. 
uh, he said something about senses fail. Same thing with them. And then he mentioned um, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, I think. Uh, there was like one song that I only know of them. Uh, and then besides, uh, besides Kitty and Jimmy Eat World, I think the only person that's in there that's like way older than most of them is freaking uh, Avril Lavigne. That's where everybody's going for. Yeah. The OG. And, yeah. And then and then out of all those bands, I would think honestly, if I were to go, the only bands I'm gonna listen to when I'm there is probably Kitty and uh Bring Me the Horizon. You know, because like to me those guys are their their older shit is heavier, so I like the heavy stuff. So. That's exactly how us like daddy's I know he listens to all that heavy stuff, but Whenever I'm trying to listen to it, I'm like, oh, I can't, dude. I can't get into it. Maybe a little bit. Because you're a soy boy. <laughs> <laughs> he no. went, I'm an island boy. John went full veg, bro. Full veg. <laughs> no, like, I saw the lineup, and the one that stuck out to me, like, just kind of just went over, and it just popped out, was Knocked Loose. I don't know if you listen to Knocked Loose. Um, but that's, like, not even an emo band. That's a hardcore band. And that's like a intense hardcore band. If you've ever been to their shows, uh, like I don't think the the teased hair and the neon skinny jeans are going to be able to handle that. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that band knocked loose. I think they they opened for. Uh, I want to say that's a band that probably opened for Gojira. I them and uh, them and uh, Alien uh, Alien Weaponry. Yeah, because Knock Loose has been with, like, uh, I know they open for Every Time I Die, um, mm-hmm. for Terror, um, a bunch of other bands. Like, uh, I don't know if they ever, I'm pretty sure they've done something with, like, Turnstile, but Turnstile probably opened for them. I don't know. But it's just going to be funny seeing, like, Avril Lavigne and then Knock Loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have, um, wait. No, wait. Did I say bring me that? Yeah, bring me the horizon is there. I'm looking at the freaking thing right now. Oh, there's so, Glassjaw. Yeah. yeah. Glassjaw's yeah. pretty good. Well, what was funny was, as uh, Frank mentioned, he goes, Avril Lavigne, you know, she's she's the one that's, that was like older than everybody there. She's like when it first started happening. She's the, uh, she, 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 like she the is 20- to emo music to what Joy Division is to punk. She's, she's like the, the granny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she probably gave birth to all those bands. <laughs> she paved too, the way. She, too many, too many skater boys for her. Yeah, like, like he mentioned <laughs> that that there's. He's like, where's, where's uh, Fallout Boy? And he's like, should they be in there? And I was like, oh shit, that's right. I didn't see them. I was like, that's true. Maybe they, you know, because of COVID, they don't want to. You know, <laughs> they don't want to, you know, be there or just, you know, they're too old. They're like, nah, I don't want to nah. play a bunch of, with a bunch of. No, nah, they're not too old. They you did know, probably. They, a, they did a tour this summer. COVID full blast. They didn't care. Damn. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. Like maybe they just were like, eh, too soon. I don't think they like to be considered part of that emo scene. Yeah. Hey, I'm well, looking at it like. A lot of these bands I've never really heard. Some of them I, I've heard maybe one or two songs. And even the songs that I did hear, I kind of like them. It's just the, uh, uh, the, the, not necessarily the range, but I guess it's just like, uh, I look for, look for heavy, the heaviest thing that they have and see how much more of it that they have. And if, if they, they sound too much like, uh, if they sound too much like a trio, then I'm like, yeah, I'm up. next song, you know, next band. Yeah. Well, I know that a lot of these bands came out when me and John were in high school, and some of these weren't around when you were in high school. But yeah, a lot of these bands too, they were. I don't want to say they're one hit wonders. Mm-hmm. Some of them never even had hits, but like, like a lot of them are important to the influence of a lot of these other bands, like Thursday. Is influential, um, like Glassjaw, but I'm surprised Glassjaw isn't up there, mm-hmm. like on a headliner. 
But I, I would laugh if like Bring Me the Horizon went on stage and said, you know, we wouldn't be here if we didn't hear Avril Lavigne's music and it touched us in a certain way. <laughs> yeah. Same thing for Paramore. You know? Yeah. Like, see, and, and looking at this too, like uh, I know I've only seen these guys maybe last year. I've only heard of them last year. I don't know how old they are, but I think these are like the super, super freaking freshman people. Uh, is it the Linda Lindas? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Little Huddy, that TikTok guy. That's, um, that's what I was uh, I brought him up because I was watching this Netflix show that they were it's like a influence, <laughs> influencer house. I don't know if you saw that yet. The hype house, yeah, hype house. And mm. he was on it. I'm like, oh man, this dude's gonna be there. I was like, oh, I was like, Frank, I saw him on that show, dude. He's like trying to be those like goth scene kid like he's always mm. wearing you know pretty boy type and i'm like oh man really that fashion look is coming back and it's coming mm -hmm. back hard it's it's such it's it's too it's too cringe for me john yeah. john should uh move on from cougars down to e-girls you should find out what an e-girl <laughs> is and you should find yourself one i'm gonna have to do my <laughs> hair like how i did last time yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's 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 a it's it, it seems like I was gonna buy a ticket, but then thinking about it, I'm like, nah, because if it's gonna be like another fire festival, I don't want to be like, oh, they suckered me in. But well, who knows? We'll see what happens. Looking at it, it, it doesn't look that bad. I mean, like, there, there's a ton of music in here with all these people in here, and, and I know a lot of these bigger bands too have been freaking shredding their asses off I mean, it's it's music if it if it freaking if it reaches the soul or the hearts of and the minds of freaking people during a certain time hey man good for you but uh you won't see me there all right i want to get into something real quick <laughs> the the logistics of the concert it's three stages 65 bands uh and 12 hours <sighs> Damn. They're all gonna play at the same time. I told you, three songs, three maybe four songs. Not yeah. even enough time for the 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 you know the breakthrough bands to freaking release new stuff, unless they they just play new stuff. I'm That's sure true. if it's four songs and like two old ones and then like two two new yeah brand new ones. But. Because I, I know a lot of people have been waiting for, not a lot of people, but if, if I was a fan, I'd be thinking about it. I'd be like, what are they coming out with next? You know, My Chemical Romance. I was like, I listened to them when I was listening to, um, when I was listening to Fall Out Boy. And I got like a, a, a CD combination with both of them. And it was the... Uh, it was the album that had uh, uh, Helena in it, and I like that song. Yeah. So uh, then they came out with the Black Parade later, and I don't know how many albums they've came out uh, recently, but I'm sure because Jared Way was working on the freaking uh, Umbrella, was that the Umbrella Corporation? Umbrella Academy? Uh, yeah, Academy. <laughs> yeah, so Umbrella Corporation. COVID. <laughs> oh, it's there. The message is there. Yeah. But uh, who knows how much uh, influence and how much stuff has been going on with, with that. Because I, uh, I, I've been following Bring Me the Horizon and they came out with uh, a song, I want to say middle of last year, that uh, took me back to the first Blade movie. Like, uh, I forgot the name of the song. But uh, it's uh, they play in the freaking a club and the club like everyone's looks like vampires and stuff like that. And uh, I think the song's called Vampire. I think it was the Rude Sandstorm. Wow. Yeah, that one. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, they started having like uh, it, it, it had scenes of uh, when Blade first walked into or uh, what's his name? Um, Wesley Snipes walked into the freaking club like the underground club and 
there was like uh there's like the freaking the fire sprinklers were were filled with blood and everyone was getting red and stuff like that and uh they started fighting and people were getting bit and you can see their eyes light up and stuff like that so that video i think reminded me of that uh that movie so that's like the most recent one i've seen from them that reminds me of uh the deftones music video for have you seen the butcher Mm -hmm. have you seen it yeah yes yeah, uh, I don't think John's ever seen it. So oh, that one. Uh, see, there's another band right there. Deftones, bro. And Deftones is about as old as freaking Avril Lavigne. No, older. Yeah, older. A little older. Little. Half of those bands probably got started because of the Deftones. <laughs> it, directly or indirectly, one of the ways. Well, but. you're right. I could see that. Yeah, thank you for uh, joining us, Frank Rages. It's thank always, you, Frank. Uh, yeah. Thanks for having me, and, and, and output. Can you please leave us with a uh, a song uh, for the day? Oh shoot! Okay, uh, my goodness, hold on. I'm gonna go with uh, "Alligator Blood" by uh, Frank. Ooh. Thank you for listening to the Desperate Pleasures podcast. Please rate, share, and subscribe on whichever platform you listen to and share with a friend. The Desperate Pleasures podcast is recorded in Los Angeles County, California, with the help of our marketing coordinator, writer, and co-host, John Marquez. Editing, writing, and artwork is done by Daniel Garcia, and that's me, and this is all my fault.